I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They want to throw. Allen flips. Caught. Touchdown, Diggs. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Joe Buck with the call this past Monday night. You know, on Monday Night Football, Stephon Diggs got a touchdown pass from Josh Allen. Not enough, though, for the Bills who fall to the New York Jets. Is Stephon Diggs due for yet another great game this week going up against this Las Vegas Raiders secondary? Our pal Brad Evans will join us in just a moment to talk about that and more with week number two in the National Football League. But I want to remind our audience, we got a lot of great guests and a lot of great content coming up over the next three-plus hours of the show. Sam Paniotovich stops by in 20 minutes. Colin Wilson also in hour number two. Joey Kanish also in hour number two. Our pal Anthony DeBundo, where in the world is he? We'll find out. He'll be on You Better You Bet, I can tell you that, coming up at 5 p.m. Eastern time, giving us some soccer bets for the weekend. Lockman still to come. Ken Barkley's entire college football card. And then it's big-ass power hour time. Our analysis and bet side in total every game on the board. Week two, NFL Sunday. But joining us right now, live on the line, see what I did there, is uh, the host of Live on the Line, sports betting television show presented by BetMGM, which you can watch via our friends over at Stadium. Very entertaining follow on Twitter. It's the great Brad Evans on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Brad, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Happy Phenomenal Football Friday. It's Nick and Ken. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigos! I hope the uh, tequila was flowing very smoothly last night, unlike my wagers. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I usually ask you, Brad, like for your, your takeaways on the Thursday night game. This isn't, uh, you know, if you, if you had a bad night wager-wise, this isn't to rub salt in the wounds. More just like fantasy and therefore prop betting takeaways from last night. Like, what did you see? What was interesting? Eagles running backs. There were a ton of points. Ton of skill position players had good games. What stood out to you that maybe we could maybe could help us going forward here? Yeah, really, it's a complicated matter that you just uh, touched on, and that's the Eagles' backfield. What the hell are they going to do moving forward? I mean, DeAndre Swift was utterly sensational. There's no other way to slice it, no other way to really describe it. I mean, the man had about over 30 touches, appreciable yards after contact. He had uh, trailer-sized holes that he was running through pretty much the entire night. Uh, gets a really defenseless front of the Minnesota Vikings, who had major issues, and that's another big takeaway, is how bad they are in terms of EPA rush defense, and whatever the matchup is, whoever you got running back-wise, who's going to get sizable work against 
against that front, take advantage of that player, that rusher in the player props market anytime. Touchdown uh, or on the rush yards. But, you know, what happens when Kenneth Gainwell, to get back to uh, Philadelphia, what happens when Kenneth Gainwell gets back on the field? Uh, hopefully it's going to be next week dealing with that ribs issue. Is it going to be a full-blown running back by committee? I say yes, it probably likely will be. But now the distribution may be more uh, tilted to the side of DeAndre Swift, given his fiery, hot hand, more so than Kenny Gadewell. But we all can agree, the guy who I thought would really break out last night, Rashad Penny, is useless. Yeah, he, and look, Brad, like you, I think you liked Penny last night. I, I've talked about it on the show. Like, I bet on Penny in a lot of fantasy football drafts as the guy to come out of this Eagles backfield. So, like, you and I kind of share that. We both like Penny a little bit coming into the year. I, much as my opinion, I think Gainwell won A, Swift won B, and Rashad Penny can't even pass block, man. It's absolutely brutal. I think that was a wasted draft pick by me in a lot of fantasy football leagues. Let's let's get away from this topic. Let's turn our attention elsewhere. Uh, Brad, we came back from break uh, with the Stephon Diggs highlight. So Buffalo lost last week. Josh Allen turned the ball over a million times. Gabe Davis getting excoriated by his head coach. But Stephon Diggs, very good at the game of football. What are your expectations this week for Diggs against the Las Vegas Raiders secondary? Well, can you dig to the hell yes, I can, guys. I'm going to take the over again on the receiving yards prop. Uh, that number uh, sitting last I saw at 74.5 at Ben and GM, and I slammed the over when that uh, did open actually at 73.5, so barely up a tick. But I will play this thing up to like 84.5. I think it's going to be another banner week for him coming off that uh, voluminous workload that he had in week number one, 13 targets, 10 receptions, a bucko two, and a touchdown uh, in a you know, marvelous uh, – match him more so for the defense and the offensive players and, uh, of course, the New York Jets. So for him to to do that kind of damage against that level of defense is rather extraordinary. Uh, Number six in total air yards in week one, 2.27 yards per route run, and he gets Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters, you know, I said it uh, jokingly uh, on Live Alive today, he's old, he's rickety, uh, he's the guy to take advantage of. He's only 30, uh, but he looks like uh, he's, a, he's a codger, a bit of a sword uh, out there when he is on the field, and somebody uh, that you can definitely exploit that matchup. Peters in week number one, uh, on uh, five targets, gave a four receptions of 42 yards, 10.5 yards for catch, and a 101.7 pass rating. So I think Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs will be a sure shot connection in this one. Again, wouldn't be at all shocking in with back-to-back games over the century mark. Brad, highest total on the board this week is Kansas City and Jacksonville. Obviously, some of the storylines in that game, Kelsey looks like he's going to play. Chris Jones looks like he's going to play. We don't really know how many snaps, but we'll kind of see more of a fully formed Chiefs team. But a high-scoring game expected maybe lends itself to some some big-time stat performances, some touchdown scores. What props, if any, do you like here in, uh, in Chiefs and Jags on Sunday? Uh, entirely too many, to be honest. Uh, I took the over on Calvin Ridley yards immediately. I think I grabbed it at 68-and-a-half, and I played that up to, like, 74-and-a-half. And sticking on the same team, uh, same game, different name, could be a Zay Day as well. I love zippity doo Zay, Zay Jones in this one. Uh, coming off uh, really kind of a surprising week one, uh, seven targets, five receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. But most importantly, guys, uh, he played on 89.7% of the team's 
staffs, Christian Kirk uh, was the odd man out, and, and, you know, the coaching staff was asked about, uh, is Kirk going to be phased out of this offense? It said, no, it's kind of a situational thing. But if Jones remains a fixture in two wide receiver sets, and a game with a lot of shootout appeal, and knowing, too, that he could get a lot of Joshua Williams in coverage, who gave up 18 yards per reception in week one on 45 and a half receiving yards. That's it for the player prop on Zay Jones. I will slam the over and clack and clack and roll the dice with the utmost confidence he again surpasses 50 yards. So I like that one quite a bit. Uh, and then anything uh, booty scooting wise, I will take uh, Pat Mahomes uh, for his rushing yards on the over there. And I also have a rushing yards prop on Isaiah Pacheco, which opened at 40 and a half on BetMGM. And I grabbed that immediately. I know we made more noise as a receiver than a rusher. In week one, but a guy that is a violent downhill runner in Jacksonville, yeah, they only gave a uh, 1.56 yards for carry uh, to running backs in week one, but it was the Colts' backfield. They're a bunch of sad, sorrowful basset hounds. Uh, they're not uh, scurrying little puppies in that backfield. So I think they're really going to be testing this one. And Pacheco, who gets a lot of light fronts, will certainly take advantage. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. Talking week two in the National Football League with our friend Brad Evans, host of Live on the Line Sports Betting Television Show, presented by our presenting sponsor, BetMGM. You can find it on Stadium, among other places. Uh, Brad on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Brad, uh, week number one for the Los Angeles Rams, at least as far as the running backs are concerned, not necessarily what a lot of people thought, right? Uh, Kyron Williams was the, the Rams' lead rusher, and Cam Akers, who a lot of people expected to be the lead dog, like got a lot of carries, but in, at the end of the game, after the Rams were already like basically salted the game away. What are your expectations for Cam Akers and the Rams' backfield this week as they host the San Francisco 49ers? Minimal expectations. Uh, that's why I threw the under on Cam Akers. It seems like a very low threshold for him to achieve, uh, but I was so unimpressed with his performance last week. Uh, he was a blind bat uh, in most cases, trying to find the holes. Uh, the vision certainly wasn't there. And even when he did, uh, I didn't really see the scoot. I didn't see uh, the wiggle. I didn't see the burst that uh, we had seen uh, down the home stretch last season. Uh, 1.68 yards out of contact per attempt. Utterly disgusting. There, 20 two carries for 29 yards. Yeah, did have a touchdown, which saved uh, some fantasy rosters that are out there, but only two routes run in the game. So, you know, put it all together, I like the under on 42-and-a-half rush-plus receiving yards available there at Ben and Jam at minus 115. Uh, knowing, again, the minimal workload, and now also seeing the matchup, you're, you're facing the goaltenders there of San Francisco, arguably the best defense pound-for-pound pound in the NFL I'd speak to you, Cam Akers, and anybody silly enough to back him for fantasy or other gaming purposes. Brad, curious what you're doing here with uh, with Indianapolis and Houston. Obviously, matchup of, of two first-round draft pick quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson, who looks like he's going to be fine to play in this game, obviously left very briefly, much to the chagrin of us Colts betters last week when they were around the, around the goal line. And then C.J. Stroud, who, did, who didn't look great against Baltimore, but also maybe that was on the road at Baltimore. So any props for you with Richardson and Stroud facing off on Sunday? Yeah, actually, uh, I'm going to stick with C.J. Stroud in this one. I, I kind of like him on the rush yards, and that number opened at 12 and a half at that MGM, and I grabbed it. Uh, a couple of books, it's already starting to zip up. I've seen as high as 14 and a half, and I would play it up to around 15 and a half. I think it's going to be around 17 rush yards for him. You know, a guy that uh, didn't really run a ton in college, but he did, you know, uh, display the legs 47 times uh, in his last season with the Ohio State. I have to say that for copyright purposes. Uh, did run for a whole lot of yards in college uh, in his final season, just over 100 
in total. But, again, a little spring of the step in that first game against the Baltimore Ravens at four carries for 20 yards. And you look at uh, what Trevor Lawrence did last week uh, against Indianapolis Colts. And I think Stroud and Lawrence are of a similar ilk in terms of their running style, more opportunistic than designed. Though they got uh, some, you know, animated legs at times. And, and Lawrence went for seven carries and 21 yards. So it could be a similar output for C.J. Stroud this week. And that's why I'm on the over on the rush yards. And by the way, too, guys, I like the Michael Pittman uh, line in this one on the yardage. Uh, Open in the low 50s. Uh, I would play that number up to like 64, 65 and a half. Man, the volume, the target share percentage was massive in week one. It's not like Houston's got any kind of shut down corners in their arsenal. So Michael Pittman, he gets even eight targets in this game. I think it's a minimum of five receptions, probably 60 yards, if not greater, in this contest as he's building up that rapport with a big howitzer arm of Anthony Richardson. And Richardson showing he can support at least one receiver, if not if not a couple, maybe the tight end, Kylan Granson as well, coming up this week. Brad, 10 seconds to go here. One other bet you haven't given us in literally 10 seconds, please, anywhere on the board. Jameer gives everything. Anytime touchdown, rushing yards, rushing plus receiving yards. He's going to play at least 45 to 55% of snaps. I am down on Mr. Gibbs to have a monster week here at number two. What up? We don't have enough time, but what about what about your guy David Montgomery? Jameer Gibbs is going to get all these snaps. I guess yeah. Montgomery will get the, the rest of the snaps. Uh, Br- Brad's awesome. <laughs> well, we didn't get to do the Chubb Club. It's Monday night uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Live on the line. Check it out. Sports betting television show presented by our friends at BetMGM. You can watch it on Stadium. Our friends at Stadium, among other places. Brad, we appreciate it, my friend. Best of luck this weekend, and we will talk to you real soon on, on uh, You Better, You Bet. Muchas gracias, amigos. Good luck this week and uh, bet against Illinois. <laughs> hour one done. Hour two, we will. Hour number two coming up on the other side. Sam Paniadovich kicks it off right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 